Welcome. My name is Brad Aldridge. I'm one of the pastors here at North Clay Baptist Church, and today we are continuing our devotional series of reading through the Bible in a year. Today we are going to pick up in our study of Job with chapters 29 through 32. In chapter 29, here Job makes his final defense to the charges leveled by his three friends. He speaks of his former comforts, when his lamp shone over my head, verses th verse 3, when the intimate counsel with God was over my tent, verse 4. Job understood that his days of prosperity were because of God's favor. Because of his prosperity, Job was an honored man among the people. The young men saw me and hid, verse 8. The princes stopped talking, verse 9. And the voices of the nobles was hidden away, verse 10. For the ear heard, and it called me blessed, verse 11. The people's honoring of Job was directly proportional to the, to, and related to his wealth and prosperity. Chapter 30, Job's honor has turned into contempt. The people, because of the tragedy befallen Job, no longer honor him. Now they mock Job, but now those younger than I laugh at me. Verse 1, Job has become a burden unto himself. Verse thir or chapter 31, Job declares his uprightness and his integrity. He speaks of his mercifulness. Job claims that he is not guilty of covetousness, idolatry, hypocrisy, or violence. These, however, are not self-righteous claims from Job. We must remember that Job is defending himself against the charges leveled by his friends. Job's faith in God has not wavered. And finally, in chapter 32, we are introduced to a young na man named Elihu. Elihu has witnessed this entire back and forth between Job and his friends. Chapter 32 begins a lengthy response that begins with his expressed displeasure with Job and his friends and ends with him declaring the majesty of God in chapter 37. For today, we are going to be in chapter 31. We're going to read uh, verses 1 through 8. We read, I have cut a covenant with my eyes. How then could I gaze at a virgin? And what is the portion of God from above or the inheritance of the Almighty up from on high? Is it not disaster to the unjust and misfortune to those who work iniquity? Does he not see my ways and number all my steps? If I have walked with worthlessness and my foot has hastened after deceit, let him weigh me with just scales and let God know my integrity. If my step has turned from the way, or my heart followed my eyes, or if any spot has stuck to my hands, let me sow and another eat, and let my crops be uprooted. Again, these are not self-righteous claims. Job is not saying here that his good deeds or his lack of evil deeds merit God's favor. Job's friends have been less than comforting during his greatest trials. As believers, we can relate to Job through our uh, though our hope rests firmly in the accomplished work of Jesus, we can sometimes, when in the midst of suffering, wallow in self-pity. Whether in our circumstances or the well-meaning but poor counsel, of, <clears throat> poor counsel of friends, may we remember, like Job, to whom we belong, and declare with Job, Naked I came, naked I shall return, Yahweh gave, and Yahweh has taken away. Blessed be the name of Yahweh.